Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. But he doesn't care. Here's a man who... Things that make a bully go puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane. Okay. Better. Better. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every weekday morning from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, my gosh. Yes, we start again on another majestic week. And wow, we had this uh, weirdo day on Saturday that was just spectacular weather. I mean, it's like the flip of a switch. It went to mid-spring, you know? And, um, oh my God, 60 degrees. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, I, uh, I was outside wearing something like I'm wearing right now. And then I like got warm shirt sleeves, just spectacular. And then, uh, the wind picked up and then right back in the dumpster on Friday or on set uh, damn it Sunday it was cold and right now we got snow snow came came pouring through uh, dumping on us only about an inch or so but ah man holy crap thanks again for being here folks as i've indicated many many times a daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures from right here in the beautiful bull fantastic Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Bunker Studio. Three dogs, uh, a, uh, a couple of days worth of uh, information and stories and drama, things happening to your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, let me get into it with some uh, uh, things from the hockey game. All right. First of all, my pal, Terry Marshall, who where I sit in between the penalty boxes is the timeout coordinator. And uh, he occasionally will start up conversations, well, we all do, when a team or player from the visiting team comes into the penalty box to serve a penalty. And um, his foot-in-mouth moment was when a guy by the name of Victor Rask, R-A-S-K, came into the penalty box. Now, uh, Rask has um, like 500 NHL games. He's, I mean been in the NHL for a long, long time. And um, so it was interesting to see uh, a guy who's um, had such a long career in the NHL with us in the American League. And so Terry, you know, he never ever uh, thinks that there could be another reason why the guy would be there. Um, you know, sometimes players are sent down because they're shitty. 
Terry says, what are you doing here? You rehabbing an injury? Now that opens the door for the guy to answer either yes or no. Now you're hoping he's going to say yes. He did not. He said no. <laughs> and right away, I'm like, oh, cringe. Oh, I'm cringing because this poor guy, he obviously, his game has fallen off and he was sent down to the minor leagues. And so Terry says, oh, yeah, you're rehabbing an injury. Oh, uh, and he actually sounded defeated. The guy goes, no, <laughs> there's silence. There's awkwardness. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so uh, Terry just kind of goes, ah, I see. He figured it out, dumbass. And uh, guy goes, you know, just part of the game. Uh, just, I mean, he's still making like, I think Victor Rask a few years ago signed like a $25 million deal. He still makes that money. He just does it on a minor league team. The, the, the Minnesota wild still pays for that. Uh, but oh shit, was that awkward? And then, uh, this guy gets in the penalty box. This is my awkward moment. Not nearly as bad, but still happen. Um, this guy, whatever it is, he gets called for penalties. Uh, and his last name is spelled C Z U A, uh, Z it's, it looks very Polish. And it's pronounced Churchman. And so anytime you see those weirdo names that, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's a, that's a, that's a Polak's name right there. There's no doubt about it. It's a Polish guy here. Polish Canadian or uh, Polish American. Turns out he's born in Canada, but his, uh, his heritage is clearly Polish. And so I look over and I go, Hey, that's a, that's, that's a good Polish name there. And he looks at me funny. And he goes, Ukrainian. And I'm like, don't say another word. Don't say shit. I go, oh, of course. Yes, of course it's Ukrainian. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, you know, could very easily in my uh, trying to recover a moment. Uh, if I didn't stem the tide in my brain. Could very easily have continued opening up this awkward can of worms and said, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard they're in the news or, oh, my God, they're getting killed right now. But I, I, I didn't, thank God. I just kept my mouth shut. I said, oh, okay, sorry about that. Well, all right, uh, enjoy your two minutes in the box. Here's some water. Uh, just a couple of fantastic uh, awkward moments that took place at the hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game. Uh, Nick says, Eric, quote, that's a str good, strong Russian name you've got there, son. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. <sighs> Jason Schaefer was there. He said, I had a security detail at the game and got to hang out with Griffin Finn. Wow, those guys are a blast. Um, wings guy 71 says, yes, I was hoping he'd talk about the hockey game incident from Saturday wings guy 71. Are you referring to the proposal? Because if that's what you're talking about, then yes, I am going to discuss 
the proposal. Yes, he says. And and uh, I re when it, when I saw it my, with my own eyes, I went, uh oh, uh oh. And I'm going to show it to you. I have the footage. Thank you to uh, Patriot Nick's um, login to AHL TV. He's become an AHL Grand Rapids Griffins hockey fan. So he uh, he watches the games, and, and I saw this with my own eyes on the big board, and I was narrating it. I was told ahead of time, I said, uh, hey, they said, Eric, uh, we have a uh, some guy who's going to ask his significant other to marry him during the kiss cam. Okay, the third after the third or fourth person, people smooch and the big kiss cam. Go ahead, give her a smooch. There's going to be a guy with this girl, and uh, he's going to drop to a knee, and he's going to ask her to marry him. So I'm going to show you this, and uh, you'll you'll hear me kind of commenting on the PA, and then at some point you will also hear. Another set of voices, uh, Larry Figurski, the uh, color commentator for the Griffins, along with play-by-play legend Bob Kayser. They were in a commercial break, but you can still hear what they're saying into their microphones. And so Larry has a bit of commentary when this moment happens. So, all right. Uh, let me. I don't want to screw this one up. Okay, there it is. Wing. That one's we'll pick it up. We're going to pick it up here right after the puck is, is frozen. They they blow the whistle, and then these guys kind of mix it up a little bit. And then after that settles down, we go into the kiss cam. So, stage is set. It's become a, a common sight seeing him stirring it up. Yeah. With doesn't matter if he's a foot shorter than the guy he's stirring it up with. He is out there to... Get under the skin of an opponent and doing a pretty good job of it. Yes, he is. Just the 16th. Uh, All right. We've teamed up. Game for Paul Redouard. Fine jewelers to bring you the Grand Rapids By the way, this is all the in-house feed that then gets shipped off to AHL.com. So that's why sometimes you'll hear my voice overlapping the radio voice. Doesn't sound like that on the radio or TV. Kiss Let's see what we got. TV. She's like, oh, kiss me. He's like, ah, yes. Put a coat on her. Nice, nice. What do we got? Where are we going now? Oh, my gosh. Look at these two lovebirds. Hey, wake up. Come on. She's like, I don't know. No. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, they, oh, they did it. Okay, here we go. Watch, watch her face. Okay, okay, okay. There is no fucking way she was happy with this. Did you see her face? Oh my god. Fantastic. Let's go back. She doesn't look that happy. 
<laughs> oh, where's the happiness? Oh, my God. I, she was mad at first. I just said on the PA in front of 10,000 people, I thought she was mad at first. So everyone's watching. She said, <laughs> yes. Oh. Look at this guy. He like lifts her hand up like she just won the fucking heavyweight championship. <laughs> There's no way she wants to marry this creep. Oh no. Okay. Uh yeah. Yikes. Wow. I thought she was going to say no. Sir Bob of Oliver says, oof. Nick says, damn, I can't believe I missed this. Holy shit. Kate says she looks annoyed. Thanks, but no thanks, Cam. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks, Cam. Uh, my girlfriend's reaction was, because Dennis must have been there, quote, she's less than pleased. That dude made a huge, mis huge mistake, says Mike. This is their third date. That drive home was probably very awkward. First date jitters. We need follow-up. I do have follow-up. Kind of. Uh, quick track her down. Get uh, one of them on the podcast. Impossible. Unless she's a huge hockey fan, but she didn't look like one that is... She didn't look like one. This is incredibly tacky. Now, let me just say, in general, these types of proposals are shit. That is a horrible way to propose to someone, in my opinion. You know, outside of like, uh, I don't know. I just, it just... It just feels bad. Frank says, is it his sister? Wings guy 71 says they left really early and had little contact with each other after that. LOL. I was watching them. Yes. I had Intel on the concourse say that after they separated and left, he was seen walking through the concourse uh, alone looking very, very distressed. All right. Um, he was um, in his phone the whole fucking game after that. And she, oh boy. Linda says, oh, she totally said no later. Jason says, hope he kept the receipt. This was bad. Andrea says, I would have loved this proposal. Ugh. God. Fucking A. Horrible. Horrible. Disagree. Disagree. I think it's a terrible idea. Uh, Nick says, it's very public and wrong. It seems super peer pressure like. Yeah. I mean, you're. Fuck. I mean, you are rolling a dice. Rolling the dice if you're. um. If you're, if she's not expecting it, unless you've been talking about it, talking about it. And even then it just seems like it would miss the mark 
on most cases. And it also seems a little self-serving to me, you know, I just, <clears throat> Linda says, so now we need the story of how Jason proposed to Andrea. There, the proposal was fine. He just had a small wiener, said Terry. My God. So what? Holy shit. I kind of want to see it again. Well, it's happened again here at Van Andel Arena. I, I, I think it's great that people think highly enough to uh, use Van Andel Arena. Okay, now, now these guys are back. As I've always said, Gaze, if you're going to ask somebody to marry you in front of 10,000 people, you sure as heck better know she's going to say yes. You know, there must be no doubt about that. Although, she didn't look that happy at first, did she? She looked at the things that just shot. Sing it! A little cause for concern there. There you go, little John Denver become the favorite sing-along here. Okay. <laughs> Get that look on her fucking face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, she's like, You've got to be kidding me, you asshole. You sick fuck. Oh. Oh no. She's like, I am so out of here. I am so out of here. She. I guess so. Everyone's watching. She said, yes. Okay. You know what? She, um, she then, you know, she did him such a favor by, uh, doing the best she could to hide her disgust. Craig says, well, you're already pregnant. Want to make it official? The lady behind them is more excited than she is. Maybe she's stoned. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't even look at the ring. Didn't even look at it. Wow. Kate says literally a deer in the headlights. Holy shit. Nick describing uh, the proposal. He thinks that Jason Schaefer did. To our, uh, to our beloved Andrea. Uh, it happened at the local monster truck meetup where they have the annual homemade chewing tobacco competition. Oh, my God. This was awesome. This needs to go viral somehow. I got to clip that. I don't know how to do that, but anyway. Thank you, Nick. I told you it was going to be good. I uh, I reached because I couldn't figure out how to get the clip. And I go, wait a minute. I'll just get Nick's login. And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll you know, send it along. It's awesome. So there you go, buddy. Thank you so much. Holy crap. Could not wait to get here to show this. Man. All right. This show each and every day is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you so much if you are part of uh, the show on Twitch. 
And uh, if you could go there, whether you're listening to the show later on or whatever, and please follow me, follow me on Twitch. Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I'm also on Facebook, where tomorrow I'm back at about 6 p.m. tomorrow. The latest 30-day ban on Facebook ends. And then the countdown is on until I get banned again. Uh, That is also brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Um, My new policy on Facebook is, post make the post like hey here's uh here's kiss cab whatever say what i'm gonna say and then when people comment do not comment back ignore them i am uh banning myself from banning uh, i'm sorry from commenting on my own posts so because what happens is i i fly off the handle and get pissed off at people and then I tell them to go fuck themselves, and then that's it, you know? That's how it happens. So what you guys should do is you should establish, uh, like, bets, okay? Like, bet how many days until I get suspended again. That that could be great. Uh, did, did Joey Hicketts get any penalties this weekend just to spend a couple minutes with you? No. However... Whenever someone from Iowa would uh, uh, get penalized and say, hey, have Joey take a sl- uh, uh, slash somebody or something like that, get an interference call, have him get in here, everybody wants to say hi. And, uh, of course, it didn't happen. On Friday's game, Joey was he was uh, like the number two star. He had uh, a goal and an assist. So that was awesome. He's got eight goals this year. He's uh, I Rumor on the street is Joey wants back in to Grand Rapids. He took the gig. He took the contract in Minnesota um, uh, to the Minnesota Wild because he was told he would have plenty of opportunities to play in the NHL. And they haven't called him up once. Not once. So that was, he was kind of sold a different bill. I mean, basically the contract he got with Iowa was, or Minnesota was exactly the same contract that the Red Wings offered him just more opportunities to play in the NHL. And that hasn't happened. So now he's pissed off about it. So now he wants to come back to Grand Rapids. So we'll see. Friday's game was, was terrible. It was probably the worst game I've seen in a long, long time. It was just an absolute shit show, but they won on Saturday. So that was good. Uh, Okay. I'm on Twitter too, at Eric Sancho on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, and then the almighty YouTube. Search Eric Sancho on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel, bell notifications, so you know when I go live, it's brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, okay? All right. Um, Saturday, not Saturday, Friday was a weird day. No, it was Saturday, because I know that, because today is shower day for the NFK, which I'm starting to get the impression that um, I think being that we are now on Friday, it'll be eight weeks since he had the surgery on his neck. Um, he's gotten about all of the mo- the mobility that he's going to get back. Um, and which isn't really that much less than what he had before. And I'm learning just how impossible it is 
for the man to bathe. And that's part of the reason why I think that going forward, I think your old pal Eric Zane is in charge of showers for the NFK. It's quick. It's easy. He's thoroughly cleaned. His body is clean as a whistle. And, well, basically, I take better care of him than he does. Um, God, I've been putting, like, lotion on his legs because his fucking legs and feet are so GD ashy. Man, you take the off his sock, and I, I swear to God, it is a snow globe of dead skin. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I have uh, all of this is horrible. Every bit of it is. But when you are like me and you have become desensitized to it as his caregiver, it's like this is no problem now. Uh, I get in there and all the good spots with the loofah and clean the shit out of his undercarriage, asshole, all that. Scrub his feet for him. Put his, I rub his medicine on his feet, put his sock over the foot. Oh, I am, I am the best caretaker. This actually, I am, I've turned into kind of like a silver lining, make lemonade type of guy when it comes to all this stuff. I'm like, I have learned what it takes to take care of someone who cannot take care of themselves. So if anything happens to anybody, uh, I've, I've got a, uh, a master's degree in this. Okay. Just very basic shit. But I mean, this still has to get done, you know, has to. Okay. But we had some drama on Saturday that I don't know. It's just, this is what, this is part of the whole idea that the man just doesn't think like you and I do when it comes to hygiene, you know, everything is a struggle and it, uh, he stays generally calm unless if it's anything he's, he's a, what's that character on the peanuts, uh, pig pen. He's just, my God. Um, so from the last time in this particular, uh, interval between showers that happened to be three days and that's never good okay so you have to understand three days prior he gets out of the shower dry him off put the lotion on his legs put the medicine on his feet get him all dressed put his deodorant on um, off he goes those clothes stay on him until the next shower like sleeps in them walks i mean it's like that and that's terrible um Technically, I should say, all right, take your clothes. We have clean clothes. And then like every single day. But I haven't gotten that. Typically, it's two days between showers. Shower, next day, no shower, and then shower. That, I can swing. But you get more than that. Everything's getting a little gamey. You you add into it the fact that he does not wear underwear. So, uh, you know. You have basically his ass is right on the fucking sweatpants and just generally not a, not a clean dude. Okay. He is, uh, getting ready to, uh, I'm say, Hey, we're going to take the shower and I'm getting his clothes ready. All right. And, uh, I cannot find a pair of sweatpants for him. I'm like, Oh shit. They're all dirty. I have to get them into the washer. So I actually did do that. I put them into the washer and, uh, so it's going to take a little time to wash them on extra high heat, you know, extra hot water. 
uh, and uh, dry them. I go, hey, so I'm going to, uh, I say, Kevy, we don't have any sweats. I'm going to put you in a pair of your blue jeans. And he goes, these are fine. Now they're not. They're not fine. I go, um, well, actually, I'm going to have you pop those off and I'm going to actually wash those with the rest of them all at once. It, it'll be no problem. And he's, uh, he's pissed. I could tell by his response. Okay. I could just tell the tone. And so I go, all right, let's do it. And he gets up and he starts walking. He's walking with his cane and he's, he's just pissed, pissed off. And, uh, he, now he's walking up the steps and, and I can, I, I swear this sounds terrible, but I can smell him. There's, there's odor. Okay. It's pig pen. It's stink lines. I'm like, Oh, thank God we're getting a shower. Okay. But I think we're done talking about, uh, how he is disappointed that he cannot wear his three, uh, his very gamey three day, uh, 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 sweatpants. So he then gets, uh, up the steps. Uh, I help him remove the clothing. He goes, Why can't I just wear these? I th- these aren't even that bad. Now, when he says that, that means that he hasn't taken, you know, uh, he hasn't eaten uh, fucking Stouffer's pizza and wiped the grease onto the pants too much. Okay. And so I get annoyed and I like, well, I have to say something. I have to. And uh, so I wait. I don't respond after he's, he snaps at me about the uh, the fucking sweats. He gets in the shower, and I spray him down, washing his head. I go, Kevin, just so we're clear here, your clothing stinks. He goes, it does? I go, yes, very badly, and we have to put on clean clothes. I said, I don't know what goes on with you, but when you wear clothing for 24 straight hours times three days and you haven't showered, that's not good. The clothing needs to be washed. It smells. And I don't want smelly clothing and you becoming smelly after we just gave you a fucking shower. Okay. I go, it doesn't help that you don't wear underwear and the, and your asshole is pushed up against your sweatpants. So, yes, we're going to wash the clothes. He's just quiet. I go, okay, great. That's it. Nick says, I'm shocked you don't have a closet full of sweatpants and a pile of dirty sweatpants to be burned on the back lawn. Yeah. It's... uh that's how it is. But he was clean. Today uh today is uh let's see that was Saturday, today's Monday, so I I wonder if he's been doing the math in his head like, "Hey, Eric's been letting me go 3 days. If I if I waited 10 days, he would do that. He has no desire to to clean up. It's fucking remarkable." Oh my god. Whew. Uh, it was a big weekend for Patreon. I posted the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I posted the uh, Insane Asylum for you. The lost two episodes of the Lost Zane recordings, including the live show. We did a live show, I think more than one, and uh, 
I think the first one we ever did was uh, last Friday I posted that thing. That was a good time. All there on my Patreon. 15 plus hours of content for you. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much. If you've signed up uh, in the past or are still signed up, that's awesome. It's all there for you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Hang on. Turn the heater on. Getting a little cold in here. Too cold, too warm. I don't know what's going on. All right. And the open brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Paintball war number 18 happens Sunday, March 27. Who did I hear from? I heard from somebody about this paintball event. And I just can't remember. Anyway, while I'm talking right now, would you please reach out to me? Either text if you have my uh, cell phone number or email. If you're coming, I got to establish the head count. That is March 27th uh, coming up. And uh, I want you to reach out to me. March 27th, TC Paintball in Grand Rapids. Uh, that's a Sunday 5 p.m. start, 35 bucks is all it's going to cost you. That's regularly $48. And you get the mask, you get the gun, you get the pizza party beforehand, you get the paint. It's a good time for about three hours. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody again. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. You can book your own party there. Drop in during the week. You got to make a reservation on Saturday and off you go. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Serious progress made this weekend on the basement. Yeah, that's right. Uh Uh-huh. I am done sanding. Done. Why am I bringing this up during the sponsor reads? It's because I reached out to Bennett Flooring Installation. I said, hey, I've got a bunch of staples in the steps. You're going to be doing the steps. Um, Do those staples, because that was where the carpeting was, you know, tacked onto the uh, steps. I took that all off. I go, do I have to take the staples out? He goes, I've got a tool that does the whole, all of it in like one minute. And I'm sitting there with like a little fucking thing trying to pry staples up. Takes me like 25 minutes to get one step done. I got done with that. I go, I should just ask Jacob. Hey, buddy, am I taking these staples out? No, don't touch them. I'll do it. Takes me like a minute. I go, fuck, I'm over here picking my ass. Stressful. Uh, So that's what's going to happen. So some serious work has been done. We're getting closer. So closer. We're still a long way to go, but still closer. Diana's birthday is Wednesday. I promised her I would have the whole thing done by then. Will I? No. I am not going to have that done by then. There's no way. I could work 24 hours straight till then, and I wouldn't. There'd be no way. 616-318-0167. Stay away, audience. I don't want your help. If I catch you in my house, I'm going to shoot you. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com and listen to this. This is so important. 
Okay. The Great Flooring Giveaway Easter Edition is upon us. All right. The Easter giveaway. What's happening here is Bennett Flooring Installation around these holidays. They did it for, uh, they did two around Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's. Uh, are installing new flooring to someone who is a little bit uh, down on their luck. Maybe could use a little pick-me-up, a boost in their home. Uh, I know it sounds weird, but new flooring, one less thing to worry about, makes a huge difference to folks. Uh, This has happened twice now. Bennett Flooring Installation does it all themselves. This is what I'd like you to do. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Tell me what's up. Okay, and spare no detail. And uh, I know that that's sometimes a little difficult when things aren't great and letting me know that you're having a hard time, but it's private. It's just between you and I, unless you tell me to reveal who you are and um, and how this would help you. Maybe tell me what life has, what's, uh, what's gotten in the way to keep you from doing that because I have to, you know, read these and discern who is going to be the recipient, Okay. If you've done this in the past and reached out to me in the past, if you could resend what you sent uh, from the previous two great flooring giveaways, that would be uh, that would be excellent. So send those along, and uh, and I, you know, there can only be one. So I apologize in advance for that. That makes it a little bit weird, but uh, I have to I have to decide. So it's usually based on need. Uh, so reach out, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. and thank you, Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, for doing that. You guys are awesome. We've got comedy, fullhousecomedy.com. Who is appearing this week? All right. Aha. Darren McCarty. Wednesday at the Park Theater. Thursday, Creston Brewing, Grand Rapids Comedy Club is where he will be. The Slapstick Comedy Tour. Comes back Wednesday and Thursday. Darren Mack. And we are remarkably close to the anniversary of when he punched Claude Lemieux in the face. That amazing, amazing moment. So there you go. You can get a nice picture with Darren. Maybe bring some gear for him to sign. He is extremely, extremely nice and friendly. Great, great guy. Uh, Michael Ian Black is going to be in town Thursday as well. Uh, actually, all weekend, Thursday through Saturday, and uh, also Pablo Francisco. Okay, there you go. Fullhousecomedy.com for tickets to all of these shows. Uh, there you go. You just go online, fullhousecomedy.com, and check it out. Boy, we have a, I have a bit of an issue. I got to go tinkle, okay? So you're going to get the intermission because, uh, boy, I don't know. My bladder shrunk in size or something. So... That was a uh, dog poop cleaning machine this weekend. Crushing it, man. The way to do it, okay, is actually get uh, the, the, like the gloves that I put on that when I wash the NFK are the same gloves I use to pick up the poop. That's the way you do it. It's the easiest way. Uh, further dog news. I let three dogs outside on the 60 degree day, Saturday. I'm sitting on the back step, enjoying a cup of coffee, looking at my phone. 
O'Neal, Bruce, Daisy. Daisy won't run away. Uh, the other two idiots will. And so I'm out there, though. I go, well, there's no way they would do that in front of me. I'll just keep my eye on them. And that's a bad plan because even if I'm keeping my eye on them, there's no way in hell that they're going to stop if they get the urge to take off and run down the retaining wall and take off into the wild blue yonder and go on a fucking adventure. And I didn't even notice it. All of a sudden, I'm reading my phone. There's a story or an article I'm reading or something like that. And then I look up and there's only one dog. And I go, oh, no. And they're, they're gone. I'm like, holy shit. I cannot believe that that happened. And I didn't even notice it. They were very stealthy and they're taking off on me. So I, I run over to the neighbors and these two neighbor kids are probably like, you know, uh, eight and 10 years old are chasing after my dogs. And I'm like, oh God, this is so embarrassing. So I'm there uh, running and everything's thawed and wet. I'm in my, I'm in my fucking slippers and one step onto the grass. My foot's soaking wet. It's stupid. There's water splashing every step. Uh, I, I, I go, I hop the fence. I go over to the neighbors. I can see these asshole dogs. They go behind through Witten's yard over into the next cul-de-sac and they are sprinting a mad sprint towards some lady who is with her dog and it's not a big dog. And she I, uh, grabs her dog off the ground because she doesn't know if asshole Bruce is going to bite the shit out of her dog. And so I'm like, oh, this is terrible. So she's holding her dog and Bruce is jumping and trying to get at her dog. I'm like, oh my God. And so I get up there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she has a smile on her face. And I'm like, I sure hope that this is a, uh, uh, not a, just an awkward, nervous smile. Like she's actually. And so then, uh, now there's more neighborhood kids helping and they're, they're trying to corral these two asshole dogs. They, they won't listen. And then the husband of the lady holding the dog is, is a young couple. Uh, he comes out with dog treats, okay? And then that works. O'Neill goes right to him, and then uh, Bruce does too, and I go, grab him. So he, the guy grabs him. I go, thank you so much, Jesus. I'm just an asshole. I feel so stupid. And uh, pick up fucking Bruce. <sighs> Shit. So embarrassing. Why do I do I mean, I've been... I've been t- doing this podcast for three years and two months almost to the day. Um, actually three years and two months exactly to the day and nothing's changed. This, these stories keep happening all the fucking time. Wings guy 71 is wings guy 71. Joe Martinez. I cannot remember. He says, I wish we could get doorbell cam footage of these dog chases and put Benny Hill music behind it. Yes. You're abs- Oh, it's Tyler K. Tyler witnessed the fucking incident at the Van Andel Arena um, when the chick looked not so happy. He texted me. That did not go well or something like that. Kenny says your neighbors all must know you by name with how often your dogs do this. No, it's I'm looked at as a crazy person. Um, First of all, I think I'm breaking some kind of like homeowners uh what do they call those those neighborhood groups homeowners association i think i'm breaking some type of rule by having four dogs in the first place um which but i think they just let me slide 
it's not that bad. It's actually a good homeowners association. We got no problems with them. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an update for you on, um, well, a story that we uh, featured on the show uh, last week, which caused well, it was uh, it was it was quite a uh, a a monumental moment when uh, we discussed what happened with Indiana school teacher Mr. Hosinski. Tonight, okay, and uh, we have an update here on the Mr. Hosinski incident. Uh, we had all sorts of uh, anguish. And uh, and pissed off moments on this show concerning right and wrong about uh, corporal punishment by teachers. Arrested on a preliminary charge of battery after slapping a student. Surveillance video released by tonight. A teacher in Indiana arrested on a preliminary charge of battery after slapping a student. Surveillance video released by Balgo Community Schools appears to show a student in a hoodie walking down a hallway at Jimtown High School in Elkhart, Indiana last Friday. Moments later, a male teacher is seen chasing after him. Upon reaching the student, the teacher appears appears to grab him by the backpack. Then this, an open-handed slap, the school yeah. district says, the student's head appearing to ricochet off the wall. The teacher appears to grab the student by the arms before yanking him down the hall. Within seconds, the student seemingly collapses on the ground, the teacher walking away as others attend to the student. In a release, Balgo Community Schools says the student suffered visible injuries and was treated by medical staff. We're unaware of what happened before the recording. The district writing, any action that threatens to harm any student will be quickly, directly, and severely addressed. The student involved in the incident is not being identified publicly by the school. Police have now arrested... Oh, there he is. That is that is Amanda's heartthrob. Amanda loves him so much. She, right now, has an Amanda boner. As There's Mr. Hosinski, the love of her life. She loves him so because he beats children. Teacher, 61-year-old Mike Kozinski, on a felony charge of battery. It's a range of six months to two and a half years and a penalty of up to $10,000. The school district says Hosinski was confronting the student about his hoodie. No audio can be heard on the surveillance video, and NBC was unable to reach Hosinski for comment. He retired within hours of the incident, according to the district. His retirement, originally set for June, was approved by the school board Monday night, a quicker resolution than terminating him, according to a source familiar with the board's decision. Before video of the confrontation was released, many in the community rallied around the 2020 teacher of the year dozens of students at jimtown high school all these people are like yeah Ozinski, we love you staged a walkout in support of the teacher and more than 1300 people signed a change.org petition aimed at saving Hosinski's tenure and retirement the district said how can these maybe they didn't see the video or something as they have reported the incident to the department of child Service. Yeah, how can you get behind a guy who does this to this kid it's either this kid is the biggest asshole in the world or they never or this, these people never saw the video why would you support someone who does this? Which declined to comment. Oh, God, it's so terrible. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate seeing it. Asshole. Fuck this guy. State confidentiality laws. 
And Priscilla Thompson joins us now in studio. Now, Priscilla, you mentioned in your story that the school board allowed the teacher to retire early with a full benefits package. But we're being told that he would have gotten his pension anyway if he were fired. Walk me through that. Right. So a source familiar with the school board's decision says that even if he had been fired, he still would have gotten his pension per Indiana law. And in fact, if they had fired him, that source says they would have had to put him on administrative leave and continue to pay him during what could have been a months-long investigation, and ultimately he probably still would have received that pension. All right, so uh, whatever. He gets the pension. Who, who gives a shit? But the rally, the, the fact that there's, there, we support. How'd you like to be this kid? All these people hate the kid? God. Amanda loves this guy. She, seriously, she has just found the next Mr. Amanda. She is going to go to somewhere in Indiana, Elkhart or wherever the fuck it is, and she has found the next person to have sex with. Okay? Hopefully, he's got a big fist. Chris says the kid's probably an asshole, too. We know that. We heard in the story last week from one of the other students that he's disrespectful to the bus drivers. He's th- th- Yes, he is an asshole. Terry says the kid is kid's the bigger asshole. Now, how can you say that? How can we possibly say that the kid is a bigger asshole than Mr. Hosinski? This gigantic man... Just hit this this kid who's a little buddy. Yeah, he probably tortures baby birds like Ethan Crumbly. But come on, we don't know that for sure. Aram says he was 2020 Teacher of the Year only two years ago. Yeah, uh, things have gone south for Mr. Hosinski. My God. Tim says even if the kid is an ass, he does not deserve that. Thank you, Tim. Leave it to you to talk some sense with this uh, a ragtag bunch of idiots. Too many of them suggesting that Mr. Hosinski was correct. Jesus. Nick suggests that the kid's parents signed the petition for the teacher to keep his job. Yeah. The mom and dad are at the walkout said, yes, yes. This kid's an asshole. Trust us. We have to deal with him every day. We wish Mr. Hosinski hit him harder. Uh, Terry says the dude spent his whole life molding young minds and had one bad day. The kid is bad every day. (laughs) When sought after for a quote, the mom and dad said, we're glad someone finally beat that little fucker. Thank you, Stevie. She writes, the kid is a kid. Jesus, you guys. While these jokes are funny, some of you, I believe, really do support Hosinski. And for that, I think you are sick fucks. 
I, I would like to uh, get some follow-up on the kid, though. Like, uh, interview his mom and dad, you know, see how much of assholes they are. Uh, Kenny is the shining light of, um, of compassion again, and so is Stevie, as they should be, and I am with you in that camp. It is not okay to bash this kid in the head like that. We have uh, two divided camps. In my opinion, the sweet people in this story are the Ukrainians and all of you big mouths are the Russians. Okay. Arc flash 480 says I had a daughter's ex-boyfriend mouth off so hard. It took all I had not to crush his face. Fuck that kid. They are way too brave these days. Schumer schmob which I'm guessing is Boomer Bob, says the kid is a kid, but he didn't full fist punch fist punch the guy, then drop the people's elbow on him. All right. Uh, Antelope Rider says, what does the bus driver think? Yeah, you're right. We need to hear from that bus driver. God, so many different layers to the story. Anyway, uh, who knows what the uh, next step. I'm guessing Hosinski will probably plead and pay a fine and then the school district will get sued, and uh, that'll be the end of it. All right. I have another story concerning teachers. Another teacher has been suspended. This one, it is a substitute teacher in Virginia. Uh, John Stanton, 65-year-old substitute teacher. Uh, was making comments, discussing with the students about the war in Ukraine. This teacher, John Stanton, has been suspended as he expressed to the class that he approves of Russian President Vladimir Putin's decision to invade Ukraine and said, you students don't know the real story. You got to read this. And then he cited um, some publication called Sputnik News, which is, you know, some propaganda thing. This is the same type of thing when you, uh, you guys send me stories from sources here in the U.S. that I'm like, oh, God, come on. Thanks for the Washington Times article, idiot. Sputnik News is what this asshole's been reading. He says, you don't know the real story. Arlington Public Schools suspended Ding Dong, who made comments during a middle school Spanish class on Friday. What the fuck's he talking about the uh, Ukrainian invasion in the Spanish class? Stanton said he offered an opposing viewpoint and told students to read as many news sources as possible, including Sputnik News, which the FBI, CIA, and National Security Agency have declared a state-run propaganda machine. That doesn't stop any of you dumbasses from reading what you read. My God. The statement I think that got me was I said, quote, I personally support the logic of Putin. So this guy's weighing in on the, on the topic. I personally support the logic of Putin. 
We talk about what a very unpopular thing to say. And what I meant by that is he made a rational decision from his perception. So he says, I support the logic of Putin and then adds the caveat. He made a rational decision from his perception. Eh, That doesn't make it any better. School spokesperson declined to discuss Stanton's comments or employment status. In an email to the school board, parents said Stanton's comments expressing support for Russia and asking if anyone hated Russia amounted to advocacy for political positions and Russian propaganda. Officials uh, notified Stanton that he was suspended because of an allegation of comments made to students during instructional hours regarding sensitive world events with Russia and Ukraine. Stanton said he does not plan to petition for reinstatement. Stanton, whose resume's, uh, resume list rolls as an American Enterprise Institute researcher and independent journalist, said he writes for outlets such as Pravda. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, when it comes to substitute teaching, pretty much anybody can be a substitute teacher. And uh, I say that. You know, I don't want you to get the wrong idea that uh, that Diana, my uh, sweet substitute teacher wife, is uh, like these assholes. But you can get, you, seriously, you can, uh, if you really want to influence the young people of today and get on the news, apply to be a substitute teacher. Uh, any of you crazy people can get involved and try to teach our youth the things that you believe. All you have to do is uh, apply. And they will, uh, they will take you. They are so in need of substitute teachers. It's remarkable. Nobody wants it. Two things that people don't want to be. Substitute teachers, three things. Bus drivers for schools and uh, referees. Referees for youth sports. Because in this all, what this stems from is every kid in America is an asshole. They are all assholes. So we're starting to see more and more people like the aforementioned Mr. Hosinski. Uh, who have clean, spotless records forever, suddenly freak out and start attacking children. That's where we are right now. Amanda says, I have, uh, she says she has no patience for children. Well, wait, didn't you have a child? Can you smack kids as a sub? No. Asking for a friend. You need a four-year degree before you can qualify. Is that true? I don't know about that. What are you talking about? Are we talking about something else? Uh, something else here? I don't know. Do your research, Eric Zane. All right. You can become a sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Just reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'd love to have you on here. Just send me an email on the Shoreliner Stripe and Inbox, and I will tell you how it works. Thank you so much. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in beautiful uh, Granville, Michigan. Um, I forgot the tags. I think if you go in there to the um, outlet along Chicago Drive in Granville, Blue tags are 20% off. Kent, what is it again? I'm going to write this down this time. 
Blue tags, 20. Red tags, 30. Green tags, 40%. Fill, fill in the blanks for me. I, I don't. Either way, you're going to save 20, 30, or 40% off of the already ridiculously low price made low because they buy stuff in bulk there. These gigantic uh, uh, 53 foot uh, tractor trailers show up and um, then they have to put the stuff inside of the warehouse and they buy so much of it that they get it cheaper and they sell it to you cheaper. All right. Now, I had been offering a 10% discount. Blue, green, red. My 10% discount doesn't matter right now for the all, the whole month of March. This is very important that I get my flooring done um, because now is the time to save. You march in there, uh, blue tag 20%, green tag 30%, red tag 40%. So my discount is out. This is the month to buy. So I will be heading over to get my flooring for the basement at uh, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. All right. Thank you so much to them. If you are in West Michigan, this is the lowest price on flooring. I promise you, you will not find flooring cheaper. Go there. Mention my name just so that they know that you heard it, uh, heard it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Nick suggests Eric should get a brown tag. It only makes sense. This is true. Schmoomer Schmob says how much are skin tags and figured he'd eat 300 seconds for that. Um, no. And it's 600 seconds on Twitch. Is Schmoomer Mob, <clears throat> excuse me, Schmoomer Schmob, is that actually Boomer Bob? Is that you? I get confused. I don't know. A happy birthday going out to Kenny. Happy belated birthday to you. Happy 30. Hope it was fun. Yeah, man, I had a good time crying and playing Rampage. <coughs> Damn it. All right. A&E Heating and Cooling. If you have any issues with your uh, furnace systems or your uh, furnace system or your air conditioner, not really talking air conditioner right now, but uh, keep in mind that uh, scheduled maintenance is important for your furnace uh, you can get uh, scheduled maintenance by reaching out 616-516-8579. Please mention my name, A&E Heating and Cooling in West Michigan. Uh, if you have an after-hour service call, you need that taken care of. They can help you there. And then, of course, to get the uh, air conditioner tuned up. Might be a good idea to schedule that right now. A&E Heating and Cooling. Or if you've got new construction or... Um, Maybe you're retrofitting the home with a new air conditioner or furnace. They do it all. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Thank you to Blue Frost IT for being on board with this show. The managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50, hands-in website. If you uh, need new tech at the workplace for your small or medium-sized business, uh, make the first step being reach out to, reaching out to Blue Frost IT. 
because if you start to do this yourself, first of all, that's a lot of time to figure out what type of computing power you need for whatever it is you're doing. And you might be buying too much or too little. And that is another waste of time uh, to try to fix that. Just get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT to get started. All that is, it takes half an hour of your time. They're going to tell you what you need, and then that's it. Then they will help you every step of the way, outfitting your business with new tech. And then after it's all set up and installed and everything's ready to go, uh, you can convert to a managed IT service plan, which is what I use. I did all of this. Um, of course, it's just me. I sat down, had an interview, little consultation with Alan. He told me what I needed to get this podcast up and running with a Mac Daddy awesome computer. He took care of that for me. Uh, he had to do some custom work on it, but uh, easy, no problem. And then he set it all up for me here, and now he is the managed IT service provider for me. If anything goes wrong, he takes care of it. Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. Stand by. Uh, let's talk a little Ukraine. Several stories to get to. I think there was a time when um, discussing Ukraine, a lot of um, what was being talked about was how the Ukrainians are beating back the Russians. But it seems like the tone has changed to some degree. And um, I don't think the Ukrainians are going to stop fighting or anything like that. Uh, but it seems to me like the Russians are kind of like leaning on them in a particular way that's making it so that this uh, seems more and more daunting by the minute. And and what uh, what is strange to me is the Russians are like, you know, we will not tolerate any aggression by the West. If they, uh, if they fight this battle for the Ukrainians or they limit our airspace, um, that will be an act of war. And I'm like, wait a minute now. We are giving them uh, uh, so much aid and, and military equipment. Uh, they, are, they are stocked to the gills with armaments from the U.S. Is that not an act of war? I mean, how is it that Russia says, yeah, you can go ahead and you can give them all the arms you want to kill our troops, but uh, it's not till uh, you start fighting against us that we have a problem with it. So that that's weird. And if that's the case, well, why aren't we, uh, you know, uh, loaning them about 15 uh, massive bombers with daisy cutter bombs, you know? Now, granted, I don't know if their pilots can... Uh, can, can fly, but why don't we just, who, who gives a shit who's flying it? Why don't we just send one of our guys over there and say, hey, dress up like a Ukrainian soldier and then bomb the shit out of the caravan with a daisy cutter bomb or something like that. I mean, seriously. So I don't understand that, but um, <clears throat> okay. Um, Now there's talk about what country, Poland and I forget the other country. Ukraine is asking for Poland to give Ukraine their MiG fighters, which are old, but very serviceable to launch a counteroffensive or defend the country. Ukraine doesn't have that much of an airport. I'm sorry, of an air force. Um, and their pilots 
fly old planes. So if they can get old Soviet era fighters from uh, countries like Poland, they could very easily assimilate and their pilots could then uh, fight the Russians with, uh, with their, with their fighters. Uh, And then the, the, I guess the idea is we would then outfit whoever is giving the um, uh, Soviet era fighters to the Ukrainians we would like compensate them. That's what the, that's what Zelensky is actually asking for. You give me your planes, the U.S. And so he's like making deals. And I don't know if that's going to happen, but the whole thing just sounds fucked to me. My God, this is terrible. Um, these these heart wrenching stories about like um, uh, you know, kids who have been orphaned, things like that, and uh, Putin continues to uh, uh, make strides strides towards uh, Kiev. Just an awful, awful story. And then there's stupidity that goes along with it. A French restaurant, uh, actually a restaurant in in France, this is remarkable to me. Um, Because this sounds like something that would be, you know, some of the stupid people that live in the U.S. would do something like this. But this is uh, clearly the stupidity knows no bounds as a restaurant called the House of Poutine, which is a uh, a French uh, dish. I think it's like, uh, I think it's French fries with like cheese curds and fucking gravy, poutine. The owner of the restaurant is uh, being like attacked. People are threatening him. Because the business is called House of Poutine, which has absolutely nothing to do with Vladimir Putin. And these dumb fuck French people are calling the place and saying, we're going to blow you up because you support Putin. And they're like, well, no, no, it, we, we don't. What are you talking about? And, um, it might not be what it seems because there's another restaurant that is in France that is not called the House of Poutine, but does serve poutine. And these people made a big deal that they have decided they are no longer going to call the dish poutine. and They're going to call it fries, cheese, and gravy. And that because... They did that. Now the house of poutine, everybody's like, oh, well, wait a minute. You didn't change it. You thus, you must support Putin. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's what's happened. The house of poutine made a statement. It seems necessary for us to recall that la maison de la poutine, which is uh, translated to uh, House of Putin is unrelated to the Russian regime, regime and its leader. The tweet read, it featured the restaurant's logo, a heart emoji, and the Ukrainian flag. Our dish was born in Quebec in the 1950s, and the stories to tell its origin are numerous. But one thing is certain. Putin was created by passionate cooks who care about bringing joy and comfort to their customers. The restaurant went on to offer its support to the Ukrainian people who are courageously fighting for their freedom against the tyrannical Russian regime. 
So they actually have to put out a statement that says, no, this is just food. This has nothing to do with the asshole who invaded uh, fucking Ukraine. Last week, Quebec restaurant Le Roy Yousep joined the fray. They're the ones who started it. These assholes started it, and then it, it went across the Atlantic Ocean, and now everybody in France is going after these restaurants that sell poutine because they didn't change a fucking name. Idiots say they removed the word poutine from its branding in protest of the invasion. What an asshole. What's next? Fucking silly putty has to change the name of what they they have? Do they even make that shit anymore? I used to love that. My God. You take the fucking silly putty, you put it on the sad sack cartoon, and like, oh my God, and you stretch his face. Takes me right back there. And then the smell of it. You, I can actually smell it right now. I can smell the silly putty. I think that's one of those products that was made by like accident, you know? Some guy got super rich. The diner claims, uh, the diner in Quebec claims to have invented poutine, said in a now removed Facebook post that the dish would temporarily be called fries, cheese, and gravy per the, uh, per the citizen. That's the newspaper. Let's see here. Leroy Giuseppe. In Drummondville, Quebec. Are they open right now? They are open right now. Which means I'm going to call them because this is all their fault. All right. I guess you can get your poutine uh, first thing in the morning. Hello, do you speak English? Just a little bit. Oh, boy. Does uh, does, does anyone there speak English? Um, maybe. Okay. Oh, uh, you Did you change... Maybe the, two minutes. Uh, why, why did you change the name of Poutine? Oh. French. Come on, man. How can you not speak both? I understand it's predominantly French-speaking province, but this is terrible. Okay, this is what I'll do. I'm going to call and then record it, and I'll play it on the Patreon. I do that from time to time. I'll play it on the Patreon. Uh, I'll check back in because I don't want to sit here and wait on hold. All right. Ridiculous. Okay. Next, concerning the Russians, concerning the invasion, uh, the Ukrainians have announced what they are doing with Russian POWs. And this might be one of my favorite things I've heard in quite some time. All right. The Ukrainians have announced that if they capture... A, uh, a Russian soldier, and they have caught a lot. Um, on Friday, they released a list of 100 captured Russians. By the way, did you see that clip of the uh, Stinger rocket? It was either a Stinger or a Javelin rocket bringing down the helicopter. Oh, my God. I got to show this to you. Uh, St- Stinger brings 
down helicopter. Okay. Oh, shit. Dramatic footage. Nah, I don't have it ready. I'm not going to screw with it because I'll end up, <clears throat> I'll end up uh, wasting too much time with it. Anyway, it was incredible. I'll link it up. I'll find it and I'll link it up. You can get it in the show notes. Um, with 100 Ukrainians or 100 Russians captured, the Ukrainians have announced that they will be releasing the Russian uh, prisoners of war. But the only way that they can be released is if uh, the moms come and get them, like come to Ukraine. They have announced that they will free all Russian POWs, but your mom has to drive there and get you. Holy fuck. This is great. Ukrainian officials tell mothers of Russia, come to Kiev and take your sons. Anton Garashenko, advisor to the Ukrainian Ministry of Internal Affairs, published the list. The list is made up of war soldiers of the Russian army deceived into the territory of peaceful Ukraine. He warned that he will publish more lists similar to this one, including ones that note dead soldiers. And you know who is to blame for this? Putin and Putin. No, I didn't say that. Russian soldiers who were captured in Kiev will be returned to their families if their unhappy Russian mothers pick them up. Mothers of Russia, come to Kiev and get your sons. Garashenko said, after the hell they endured invading our land, we know for sure that none of them will ever raise a finger against Ukraine again. It was decided to return captured Russian soldiers to their mothers if they come for them to uh, Ukraine, to Ukraine, to Kiev, he wrote. The list identified the captured soldiers by name and age, which ranged from 19 to 48, according to screenshots of the list posted by Garashenko. He urged Russian moms to call the hotline, I mean, they're totally serious, of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine, verify that their sons are being held in captivity by the Ukrainian government. Mothers who drive to Ukraine to pick up their kids will be escorted to Kiev where your son will be handed over to you. We, Ukrainians, unlike Putin's fascists, do not fight moms and their captive children. Garashenko wrote, we are waiting for you in Kiev, so come get your kids. <laughs> Fuck! Yes! That is spectacular. Oh, my God. So they quite literally called their moms on them. Come get your kids. Wow. Jesus. That is great. I got a comment unrelated to uh, from Tink1195, first time chat. Anyone else having trouble with Stitcher not updating new shows? Last show updated was 228. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I've changed nothing. Uh, I suggest uh, what do you call it? Deleting the app or logging out, logging back in. That tends to do the trick from time to time. So try that. 
Kyle says, show up in your minivan like at a school. I'm calling your mother. Uh, they should repatriate them and force them to fight against Russia. Aram sent me a link. What are you sending me here? R- Russian soldier has surrendered and got and and got cried when he was on the face call with his mom. So he's eating, drinking tea. They're treating him fairly. Look at they're like taking care of him. That chick who's petting his face and thinks she wants to have sex with him. She's kind of a babe, isn't she? I kind of like the Russian language. It's pretty hot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Sarah says, Catch- captured or they give up because they are hungry and didn't know they were sent to kill. Uh, Kyle says, this is awesome. Make Russia look like a bitch. Russian army sent them with outdated packs and not enough food. <clears throat> yeah, these uh, these type of invasions never work. Never. It'll probably take some time and it's going to be a lot of uh, heartache and, and probably uh, a lot of death. But ultimately, uh, I think the... Uh, Russians will eventually leave, but it, it's just going to take way too long. Sounds terrible. Unbelievable. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, I saw a story about um, the oligarchs and their yachts, which have been being commandeered um, since this all began. A fleet of super yachts owned by Russian oligarchs are scrambling for safe havens, a desperate flight that comes amid extraordinary global pressure to seize and squeeze owners' assets following uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And the headline from the New York Post says, Russian oligarch yachts fitted with helicopter hangars, submarines, anti-paparazzi tech, and uh, $40,000 faucets. So, um... In this article, it talks about it shows it shows some of these things, but the fact that they've got fucking 007 submarines in them. Russians own up to 10 percent of the global fleet of mega yachts, according to Super Yacht News. They're fond of uh, it says obnoxious showboats with over the top amenities straight from a James Bond thriller like uh, this is Putin's right here. $100 million for that thing. 
And in this story, it says that his net worth is estimated at $200 billion, which would make him the wealthiest man in the world. I didn't know that. I guess he owns all the fucking banks in Russia. $200 billion. His super yacht has a dance floor that opens to reveal a 50-foot-long indoor pool. The yacht. The super yacht. It says Putin tipped his geographical, geopolitical hand, rather, when the boat uh, slipped away from Hamburg, Germany, for Russia on the eve of the Ukraine invasion. His luxury cruiser was des- was designed in London, and its maritime signal was reportedly hacked recently with the vessel's name changed to Fuck Putin. <laughs> Holy fuck. Look at this one. Look at this asshole's boat. Holy shit. This is called Eclipse, 530 feet, $700 million. This guy's worth $13 billion. This asshole, $800 million boat. He's worth $18 billion. God. This one has the largest indoor pool ever placed on a yacht. The thing has 6,000 nautical miles. How about this asshole? $300 million for this one. 459 uh, feet long. Assholes worth $9.1 billion. Son of a bitch. God, I cannot imagine this. Not one of, look at this one. What the fuck? Jesus, I'll link it up. This there, there you go. There's the helicopter hanger on this one. That reminds me of that scene in fucking uh, what's that movie? Uh, shit. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, great movie. I love it so much. Well, anyway. They're trying to steal all these guys' fucking boats, and I think it's working. I think one of those, at least, is uh, has been seized, which is weird, you know? Um, you, you hear about all these rich guys getting their boats seized, yet the only thing Putin is worried about is if anybody, if, uh, if any, like, uh, United States soldiers helps fight the war. I would say that all of this is worthy of... I mean, if I'm, uh, like, one of the wealthiest guys in the world or the wealthiest guy in the world... And and someone steals your five hundred million dollar yacht. I would say that's a that's a reason to go to war right there. If I'm Putin, I'm lobbing nukes all over the place as soon as my rich friends start getting their yachts taken. I mean, who gives a shit about your uh, 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 helping the the Ukrainians fight? They start stealing the yachts. There's also the story about how all of these sanctions really are uh, uh, putting the squeeze. On the Russian people, the ruble is shit. It's worth nothing now, um, and their their stock market is in shambles. And people are are being faced with losing their life savings in Russia. And there's uh, uh, people are in the streets and they're getting arrested because if you protest against the government for what they're doing, um, you you are getting arrested. So now you've got they're losing the people, which is good. We want that to happen. So. This is, uh, I think eventually Russia has no choice but to lose, if you think about it. 
And if, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that they need to have a fucking revolution like uh, Lindsey Graham, but who knows? Maybe that would be better than the fucking asshole that's running shit right now. I'm guessing it wouldn't be that much better if that were to happen, but incredible. All right. This is the rare two potty stops in one show because uh, I don't know what's going on. I didn't drink any more today than I would on a normal day, but I need to take a break or I'm going to piss my pants. So stand by. Okay. Thank you so much. My apologies. I don't know what my problem is. <clears throat> got, uh, I got my blood work back. Got that big physical this week. Holy shit. My creatinine level is high. Expected. That's what they told me. They go, well, after you get the kidney, after the kidney comes out, your creatinine level will be higher than it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be at one. Yours is going to be a little bit higher. Creatinine is the byproduct that your kidneys uh, produce after they do their job. And uh, it's not supposed to be above one. Mine was at 1.41. Normal, not a big deal. I heard from my boy Jeffrey who got the kidney. I still marvel at the fact that the poison, that the amount of creatinine in his body was at 22, a variable of 22 prior to the surgery. He's at like 0.98 now. Remarkably healthy. Uh, immune system still shot uh, by by design. They give you a... Uh, uh, plethora of uh, anti-rejection drugs when you get a kidney because your immune system is like, oh my God, there's something big and ugly in here. Let's go kill it. And it will. It will kill the kidney. It will reject it. So they take out the immune system and then slowly turn it back on and restart it. And then it slowly learns to get along with the kidney. And that's gone awesome. He has been just a model patient and is doing absolutely fantastic. Okay, I've got a a terrific Darwin Award nomination uh, going on here. And this one, wow, it's going to be tough to uh, take this one out as uh, it's just stupendous. Darwin Award is, of course, someone who dies in a spectacularly stupid way. Okay. That in just a minute. First, thank you again to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you uh, are in the market for a mortgage, call upon Mario. 231-332-6505. Mention my name when you reach out to him. For a mortgage. It's a great time to get a mortgage. The the interest rate has gone up a little bit and it's probably going to continue to, but uh, got to get a house. You got to get a mortgage. This is what you do. Uh, whether your credit is great or not so great, he can help you and he will help you. Call the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get your cars fixed at Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. Okay? Right around the West Michigan area, that's where they uh, set up shop. Get your car fixed there, or cars, your fleet of cars. John G. is the latest 
who reached out to me and uh, he said, how you doing? I'm John G and the Eric Zane show sent me over here. Thank you so much, John, for that. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Good group over there. Family veteran lady owned. Love them so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Occasionally guys who are working out, they might uh, drink a cup of coffee before the big workout. I don't know, slam a Coke, take some type of uh, product that they put into their protein drink, get a little uh, burst of energy. Very common. Uh, This gentleman, Tom Mansfield, personal trainer, knows everything you need to know about uh, getting in shape, you know, cardio, working out, and uh, supplements, things like that. Well, Tom went ahead and uh, purchased um, actual caffeine powder, which is something you can get. And, uh, yeah, you know, you add a little bit of the powder to uh, whatever your uh, pre-workout drink. And, uh, yeah, get yourself a little wound up there. Maybe a little extra burst of energy to help you work out a little bit. Totally legit. People do that all the time. Uh, I do it through like a cup of coffee. Like uh, occasionally before a workout, I will I will have a cup of coffee and... And it, uh, it, it means it's a big difference to me. I can, I can tell, you know, well, uh, that was the plan too, uh, for Tom. So, but the problem was, um, when he was preparing it, he had some, um, confusion about how much of the caffeine powder to put into the beverage. And so this father of two, he's, uh, from, uh, the UK, it was a little bit off on his, on his calculation. All right. Now you're supposed to have, um, each serving would be, uh, 0.00 between 0.002 and 0.01 ounces of the product. All right. Um, and that's about 300 milligrams of caffeine per serving and that's what you're supposed to put into there now but his digital scale didn't um go that low and the product did not come with like a measuring scoop so it said how much you're supposed to get but he was like "Mm, i don't know exactly how much i i mean i'm gonna have to kind of eyeball it um so instead of putting uh, the required amount, um, 300 milligrams worth, he put in five grams of the powder. According to uh, the story, he, um, he drank it down. And well, short time after, that's when things started to uh, get terrible for the guy, Tom Mansfield, uh, because he's dead. Uh, the recommended dose between 60, 300 milligram, um, uh, was the 300 milligrams of a Mansfield digital scale, starting weight of two grams, no measuring scoop, father of two miscalculated coroner. John Gittins said Mansfield had been aiming for the mid range of the recommended do- dose, but quote, he got his maths wrong per BBC. 
Mansfield took a sip of the mixture before downing the rest of the drink. January 5th, 2021. The inquest heard that he began clutching his chest a moment later and complaining that his heart was beating fast. They determined he had the equivalent of 200 cups of coffee in his system in an instant. A minute later, he started foaming at the mouth, according to eyewitnesses. That's like Amanda when she sees a new dildo. Paramedics arrived at his home and he was gone. They tried to resuscitate him for 45 minutes before pronouncing him dead at a hospital. I imagine that if they went in and got like a fucking did an autopsy on the guy that the heart doesn't even look like a heart. It's just a big puddle of blood and skin and muscle. A postmortem examination. He had caffeine levels of 392 milligrams per liter of blood. One cup of coffee produces two to four milligrams per liter of blood, meaning he consumed the equivalent of 200 cups of coffee. God, what an asshole. According to North Wales Live, the coroner said that had Mansfield been provided with a scoop, he would likely still be alive today. Oh boy, there you go. This is a big lawsuit. Gittin said he had been massively reassured that Blackburn Distributions now provides a scoop with this brand of caffeine powder, the media outlet. How how did they not see this coming? If you're if you are the uh, people that make this this product, I mean, you have to assume that everyone is stupid. That that's what you should do. You're you're basically giving them something that will kill them if they take it in large quantities. You can't even so much as provide a fucking scoop. Oh, yeah, true. This guy's an idiot, but I would say that they are idiots too. Oh my God. What a, what a terrible way to go. I, um, there was one shit. I think, uh, when we were kids, it was in high school. I'll never forget it. I've told the story before we decided to take a bunch of no dose caffeine pills. Okay. And, uh, uh, I forget the, what one is equivalent to, but after like five minutes, we didn't feel any different. So I was the guinea pig. I agreed to take like a bunch more. So I took like five or six more. And wow, what a horrible, horrible day that was. Uh, I was sitting there in the classroom. I just felt sick and just, I, I can promise you, I was at a toxic level of, of caffeine that my body was just trying to fucking fight through that. Oh, God. No dose are like 100 milligrams each. I think a cup of coffee is 80 milligrams. So, yeah, I quickly had the, the equivalent of like six, seven, eight cups of coffee. Like, oh, God. Terrible. Nick says the chest compressions must have made a lovely squelching sound. <laughs> Uh, Nick also says, I used to take those when I was 16 and pulled d- pulling doubles at the gas station. I think if you, if you go to like a truck stop, they'll sell those 357s, which are like caffeine pills. And they, I think they actually have 357 milligrams. 
No does, not a laughing man, or just ask Jesse Spano. Don't know what that means. All right. I want to share with you. I forgot who sent this along to me. This is um, something great that happened to uh, these dudes who were uh, making a video of a uh, Lego Jeep. And, you know, I've often thought that when they're doing these Lego Jeeps that uh, a lot of this stuff is like prefabricated. So they're not really building those things. That's not true at all. Uh, These guys doing this had to build all the parts of a replica Jeep by hand. And uh, I know that they were all put together piece by piece, brick by Lego brick, because of how this ultimately turns out. Let's check this out. Here you go. those listening to the audio podcast it is a sped up uh lego jeep building okay now i put you through all that just so you could take a look at it. Now, these are the guys that built it, these two. Okay. Um, uh, I think the other guy got in it. Skinny guy, he got in it just fine. You can see right here. So these guys built it. They take a nice, they actually get inside of the vehicle. And now fat guy, he's got to be a little bit more careful. Okay. Okay, now did you see that thing shake a little? That was a little weird when he got in there. You could see it kind of like shimmy just a bit when he got in. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Something just fell off. I saw it. That little step came off. Okay. Take it easy. Take it easy. Keep your weight on the shoulder quickly. Take a picture. No big deal. Very, very quickly. Right. <laughs> now, come back here so we're not going to do Look at this. It epically collapses in every single one of the. So nothing is pre-made and glued together. These are all coming apart. (laughs) That is spectacular. Just a complete collapse. Even this final tire. Oh, no. It it breaks. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, my God. 120,000 pieces down the tubes. He knew it, too. He's like, I'm just a little too fat for this. 
Um, I did read that they were done with everything that the display had to do. Uh, they, they it was uh, at some trade show or something like that, and they were they were going to end up taking it apart anyway or something like that, and then boom. Corey says, just like a real Jeep. That's some uh, anti-Jeep smack right there. All right. That was excellent. Thanks to whoever sent that. I forget. I apologize. I try to pay attention as to who sent this stuff, but I always screw it up. Okay. Um, I've got a preview of the Patreon coming up with an amazing story I want to get to. And uh, we have the asshole of the day. And, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be the asshole of the day. Uh, we'll go over that in just a second. Tag Accounting. I uh, I saw that Joe Pellerito went to Tag Accounting. Thank you very much for that. Boyd went to, uh, he had his done via the phone. I think Boyd is in Indiana and he had his taxes done. Or Nashville, I forget. I don't know. Boyd, where are you from again, buddy? Anyway, thank you, Boyd, for reaching out to Troy Ginzer uh, from Tag Accounting. And getting your taxes done, 616-301-9516. You heard the tax hobbit on the show late last week. He's awesome. 30.6 points a game with Parma Western back in 1992, I think. 616-301-9516 for the tax accountant. Doesn't matter where you are uh, in the uh, United States, the tax hobbit can help you 616-301-9516 okay today is the seventh in one week we will be at bosco's pub at 6 p.m and i want to see all your beautiful shining faces there bosco's pub 6 p.m hudsonville michigan we're gonna eat the burgers you are gonna drink the booze and uh it's gonna be a good time bosco's pub hudsonville michigan open for lunch and till close Wednesday through Saturday. They open up at 4 p.m. Monday and Tuesday. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Finally, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay, doesn't matter where you are in the year, if you are getting ready to turn 65 years old, you need to call Frank. You Now, I don't have a lot of people that are that old, but I know there are people in your uh, lives who are, okay? And if they, first of all, are getting ready to turn 65, that means Medicare is in their future. Have Frank navigate all of this for you. I need at least three people a month to, for the next year to um, utilize Frank the Tank Fuss for Medicare purposes. All Frank is is he's a Medicare Advantage plan Advantage plan expert, okay? And he's going to help you as the consumer navigate that. If you try to do that on your own, just you know, going by what the government tells you to do, you're probably going to screw something up. Have Frank get you in the best policy possible, and it doesn't cost you a dime to utilize his services. He works with the insurance companies. So call upon Frank if you or someone you know or love is getting set to turn 65 years old, suggest this, that they reach out. Do it for them. 616-914-4070. My cousin here is turning 65, Frank. Uh, Eric Zane says you can help him. 
That's all you have to do. 616-914-4070. Like I said, I need at least three a month. Frank's one of these ROI guys. He's like, if I, I got to get my return on investment, Eric Zane. If I don't get it, I'm going to kick your ass. So this is super important. If you or someone you love is getting set to turn 65 or or is already over 65, they then need a Medicare uh, Advantage plan checkup, okay? I did this with the NFK. He got his Medicare early because of disability. If it had not been for Frank, he would not have been in the best policy, okay? He just got a $91,000 surgery on his neck, the NFK. It cost him $1,200, that's how much he paid out of con- uh, out of cock, out of uh, pocket. It would have cost him a hell of a lot more if we had the old policy, but Frank took care of it for us. So my point is, get a hold of Frank. 616-914-4070. If you or someone you know or love is turning 65 or is already utilizing the uh, Medicare system. On today's Patreon. I am not kidding you. A box of human heads was stolen. Some asshole. I have so many questions. What the fuck? Human heads in a box? We'll get to that on the Patreon. I need to call the French restaurant that canceled Putin over Putin. How dumb is that? Uh, that's all. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. A little bit later on today. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up. I want to see you there. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast this week is on Friday. We're starting at 4 p.m. Coming up on Friday. All right. The asshole of the day today. Adam says concerning the box of heads. What's in the box? Zaniac, uh, Patriot Nick says the asshole of the day. He says is the asshole kid who made that who made that teacher with a long storied career look like a monster. You can't possibly be that dumb. Need to call the bus driver in Indiana to get his take on punching the student. How am I going to get that phone number? Okay. Uh, I don't think it's the kid. Uh, I don't think it's even Mr. Hosinski. He's going to go to jail. Um, Let's see. We got the teacher that tried to, to get the kids to read the Russian propaganda which is what you guys try to get me to do. Read your own propaganda all the time. Poutine stupidity, super yachts, moms going to get their, uh, their sons in Kiev, the Russian moms, Darwin award, caffeine ingestion, Lego Jeep, NFK sweatpants, drama, kiss cam proposal. Okay. Last week, Friday, it was Shaquille O'Neal for dumping feces and urine from a bucket on top of uh, rookie basketball players. The asshole of the day is brought to you by uh, TC Paintball and JM Synthetics.
get your AMS oil products by reaching out to Jason Mays at jmsynthetics.com. It's got to be the Kiss Cam asshole. Holy cow, that was terrible. What an idiot. And people don't propose like that. That is a that that's just a bad move. There's just so you don't want to leave so many things up to chance. So many things could go wrong. Let, oh my gosh, the boomer bunker is live. So I'm going to send you over to these uh to these jackasses and hear what they have to say on their show coming up in just a bit. Until then, I'll talk to you on Patreon. Have a good one, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.